introduce him. <laughs> You're already getting nervous about the names. Introduce you. You can shout. Got some things you really want to talk about. Bundesweites Artist Labs sind eine Maßnahme des Fonds Darstellende Künste, finanziert aus den Mitteln der Beauftragten der Bundesregierung für Kultur und Medien im Rahmen der Neustadtkultur. Welcome to Reventans. Re <laughs> That was so cute. I love it. Thank you very much. Um, I am very privileged and honored to, ha honored to have you two as my guests today. Wait, I feel like I can't hear myself so good. Oh, there we go. Um, thank you very much for taking the time. And um, I would like to introduce... Introduce? <laughs> me already getting nervous about the names. Introduce you two. Uh, who, who, who wants to go first? Let's... Ladies first. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much. Akshata Remesh started dancing at a very young age and has trained for 12 years in Indian classical dance. Um, later on, I'm going to ask you a little bit about um, the differences. But let me continue this beautiful bio. <laughs> 2015, you completed your Bachelor's of Engineering in Biotech. 2018, you majored in performance at Atakalari. Yes. <laughs> Center of Movement Arts, where you were introduced to contemporary dance. 2018, you moved to Germany, Hamburg, where you completed your studies at the Contemporary Dance School Hamburg in 2021. You have, since 2000, danced more than 400 shows with oh, Bharatanatyam. Bharatanatyam. Bharatanatyam um, in India. And here in... Hamburg, you co-choreographed and performed Pop-Up Folklore uh, in collaboration with Veronique Langlot at Theater Lichthof. And currently, you have the Nachwuchsförderung from the Behörde für Kultur und Medien Hamburg. And your creation is called Navarasa, The Nine Emotions, premiering 17th and 18th of November at Sprechwerk Hamburg. Oh, that, that made me very nervous. <laughs> that, that was impressive. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> for uh, having us here. And we're very honored to be here. It was a beautiful introduction. <laughs> <laughs> I tried, I tried, I tried. Okay, next. Verendra Nishad. Perfect. Ah. Um, 2018, you also completed your studies at... Atakalari Center for Movement Arts in Belguru with a 100% scholarship. Bengaluru. Bengaluru. Oh, my God. No, I heard right. I heard Bengaluru. No. No, there was no Bengaluru. I'm just embarrassing myself here. <laughs> um, 2016, you won Best Performer at the state finals of Al Ernataka. Dance Championship, thank you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> In 2018, you were the winner of Eurasian Dance Project. Mm -hmm. Since 2021, you're in Hamburg, Germany at the Contemporary Dance School Hamburg. Yes. And your first creation, I've totally forgot, was 2018 called Remains and 2019 MH12. 
And I found a beautiful um, quote that I'm going to get into later mm -hmm. because both of you um, together make a, the team, the organization, the, I don't know what you want to call it, uh, the movement, Moksha movements yes. here in Hamburg. You teach Bollywood dance since April 2023. And yeah, I would love to hear a little bit more about Moksha movements. Yeah, so Moksha movements uh, started in April 2023. And it was just randomly, we were brainstorming together uh, since we are very close since Atakalari. And since he moved to Germany, we were always thinking, yeah, we need to do something here. We need to kind of bring our culture and spread something here. And people would like love to, you know, dance uh, Bollywood and just dive into uh, a different diverse culture or experience this new uh, form of dance. I think sometimes you are not able to get it because I feel... Sometimes not everybody is able to travel to different parts of the world mm. and uh, experience the culture or like just the dance forms or uh, whatever. So that's how we thought like, you know, let's bring something uh, what we have in India so people can also uh, jump in and experience what we have. And that with that idea, we started off Moksha Movements mm -hmm. uh, in 2023 April. And uh, yeah, so it's uh, it's going pretty well. We have like uh, we have like a growing community, and we have every Sundays uh, every every class from uh, three from five p.m. to eight p.m. And yeah, so we include a lot of different songs from different movies and uh, catching the hook step and signature steps of that movie and just creating a very fun choreography in those three hours. And yeah, and then we shoot uh, like different <laughs> fun videos out of it. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's like uh, it's very fresh. Five months, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And in five months, uh, like we are lucky in this five months it grows so fast i mean i'm not saying like it's rich somewhere else but yeah it, it growth what we imagine mm -hmm. it's like it grow grow yeah. more than what we imagine mm -hmm. and we performed in uh, some places and we collaborated with uh, uh, one of the munich uh, one of munich dance uh, company uh, yeah, there, yeah there's another uh, uh, like a bollywood company in munich and it's called d for dance mm -hmm. and uh, so we collaborated with them to do some performances together oh, cool. yeah. so yeah it's it's uh, going pretty well and i hope uh, it goes like it continues yes. to grow even bigger with this community and uh, yeah we look forward to having a lot of people like just experience and try and uh, yeah we we look forward to the growth of moksha movements yes yes so uh, what kind of dance styles or is or offers do you do with moksha movements is it just bollywood so uh, 
yeah like uh, we teach bollywood like i would say bollywood dance because mm, when you say right. bollywood it's, it's not a it's it goes to film industry <laughs> so yeah like we teach bollywood dance but sometime uh, we to uh, bring some changes to, just for a refreshment we teach a contemporary but again on bollywood music so you won't feel this disattached di- detached yeah, detached. yeah, yeah. from uh, like a main route So yeah we keep experiment such things like sometime we take a contemporary sometime freestyle but our main thing is uh, bollywood dance and now as we said like uh, we started introducing a uh, yoga so yeah this is the uh, form we are teaching right now and uh, let's see if we start adding some indian folk style in a future So yeah that's the aim like we started off with bollywood and now we want to introduce yoga and uh, eventually some folk dances from india and hopefully even meditation at some point yeah wow that be <laughs> that be really nice because in here in germany we have a lot of yoga studios mm-hmm. which um are not necessarily people from indian culture or indian background How do you feel about that? <laughs> in the sense like probably they don't have uh, like the teacher training or something but people are still teaching yoga without having uh, like the base certificate yeah, certification or just like people are randomly teaching how do you feel about that? I It's, see uh, I'm a teacher so I can understand <clears throat> this very well. so i feel yoga to teach yoga you literally don't need a paper mm-hmm. if you know how to teach if you know what you're teaching and uh, yeah like if you know that you don't need paper and i'm totally okay with uh, let's say foreigner <laughs> foreigner teaching yoga i feel it like for me it i feel so happy to see uh, this thing uh, i see like our culture is growing so growing so much that uh, uh, like uh, other people are interested in yoga and they want to teach so um, i i feel uh, i feel happy yeah i feel happy when i see that mm-hmm. so i have no uh, issue like mm-hmm. other people are teaching it's totally fine for me it's just that you should know what you're teaching and how you're teaching mm-hmm. you should not teach something under something so for example like that was the main uh, uh, uh man like such uh, i always forget words in this situation i mean uh i re- when we started teaching bollywood i we had this uh, uh let's say rule for now rule is not right word but let's say rule that uh, we should not teach something under bollywood we should not start teaching something like hip hop under bollywood name Mm-hmm. So I'm against of the against such things. Yeah. So if you're teaching yoga, teach yoga. Don't teach something else under yoga. Mm-hmm. So I'm just against of that. Otherwise, whoever teach yoga, if they know how to teach, and uh, if they know what they're teaching and whatever they they are saying, it's a right information. I'm not saying they should know entire thing. Whatever they know, they should know right, and they should spread in right way. Uh-huh. If they are doing that, I'm extremely happy. And in my like. I'm studying in a uh, CDSH and we have yoga teacher and I feel so happy to learn yoga I'm a yoga trainer mm-hmm. so sometime I feel so happy to uh, do yoga under someone who is not Indian 
so yeah like i'm happy i see our culture is growing more and more so yeah and i think it's also like not to do it for the commercial aspect or just for the business aspect of it but as long as you are very well aware about uh, all the asanas and the the breaths and how do you, how do you uh, teach and how do you communicate with the other people and how are you organizing the classes and just to know it uh, very well i think is a strong base and yeah so and I, yeah like he said i think we are very grateful that people are really traveling or like just here they are just uh, inspired by yoga and learning so much and spreading that everywhere it's always interesting to hear um a different perspective because in germany or better yet said in the western world we're having a big debates about um appropriation mm. and um always hearing from let's say the original source or people who are closer to the actual culture itself um hear say things like that that it's it's okay thank you speaking of uh different styles or keyword different i just had uh, the podcast no we just did the podcast from um educate to recreate which is uh, about black dance culture and through this podcast series i'm always asking them to ask a question for the next podcast and they knew that you were going to be the next podcast so they have um a few questions for you okay <laughs> i'm afraid now <laughs> what gifty gave you question no they were very curious <laughs> So it started with let's let's go with the simple question first. Teaching here, teaching Bollywood dance in Hamburg. Who is your um target audience? Like who do you want who are you inviting to these classes or who do you want to come? Yeah, so basically as I mentioned uh, earlier, uh we are actually making this accessible for uh everyone it's not restricted to just like the indian community or some uh, other community but uh, we actually open this uh, for people to experience our uh, our culture in a way and that's the reason we also established uh, moksha movements and uh, for sure it's open for everyone but uh, right now because we've started it uh, a lot of uh, indian community is being attracted because i think they were longing to mm-hmm. uh, have this for a really long time and everyone as soon as we opened moksha movements they were like yeah we are so grateful <laughs> that you guys open and uh, yeah so they always look forward to coming to classes every time but uh, yeah we also look forward to having a lot of uh, non indians as well to actually take part and just have fun with us um, so it's open to everyone <laughs> then the next question is what is the difference between bollywood dance and traditional dance because in their well yeah i don't so, want to speak for them but uh as far my understanding mm-hmm. because i am not a like master uh, so i'll whatever i know i'll tell my side uh, so uh, bollywood dance is be- it's like if i start talking from the beginning beginning how it started so uh, first of all bollywood means bombay which is mumbai right now in india and hollywood 
so that's how we became bollywood and in bollywood movie like it's a bollywood uh, film industry so in that movie uh, we have uh, lots of songs and for songs we put a choreography at uh, at the beginning there was not major choreography but there was some choreography uh, inspired by folk dance and a uh, uh, classical form but later on it started like there was few legend who were the few actors who were dancing really well from that it started picking up and then choreographers came in and it became huge group with a background dancer and slowly slowly it start getting influenced by western style so uh now what bollywood is it's a mixture of lots of things and uh, uh what makes uh, bollywood stand out differently is uh their costumes mm-hmm. the expression there this iconic movement like thumkas and all so yeah that's makes uh bollywood stand out differently traditional there are lots of traditional dance i mean like if i start counting i may touch only 3% mm-hmm. so uh, like there are nine indian classical form and like lots of uh, folk dance and all so yeah like i would say bollywood is inspired from this traditional dance which we have like in uh, maharashtra we have koli dance a lavni in karnataka there are uh, tapangnuchi and bhangra in punjab like those are traditional dance from their own state mm-hmm. like if you go to punjab they have their own dance form if you go to gujarat they have their own dance form so these are their own traditional dance forms and then bollywood is like a mixture of everything a little bit here and there and it became bollywood bollywood dance i would say not bollywood bollywood, bollywood. <laughs> yes right. this is as for my understanding i'm mm. of course like i'm missing something uh, there there will be something to add on but uh, yeah this is from like as far as my understanding well that was actually the next question is asking like how Bollywood dance developed or is developing um and what styles influenced it but like you just mentioned mm-hmm. Bollywood is the effect of the influence mm-hmm. of different styles yes yeah. and it's um, like if i if i have to start uh, if i have to tell from the beginning so uh, this dance form uh, got captured because of those actors mm-hmm. because we watch lots of movies like indians are like lots of drama this and that so we watch lots of movie and we see those actor dancing and we start imitating those movement and uh, so bollywood became popular bollywood dance became popular because of those actor who started uh, doing those movement like govinda uh, mithun da now rithik roshan so so these yeah. are all like the famous uh, yes. actors okay. of uh, indian Ooh. cinema yes and uh, yeah like uh, as i said like uh, bollywood started like bollywood dance started from indian classical and folk dance like it's a, it was a mixture of those but slowly slowly start getting recognized by people and they start doing extra thing like a background dancer mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. choreographer came then if there is a duet song then small like there will be like flirting movement mm-hmm. uh yeah so and now it it has lots it influence from a uh, western culture yeah. a lot mm-hmm. and yeah like you can see totally there are like you can find some hip hop movement or uh uh house footworks which is like modify such a way so that it will give a like little a uh, flavor of bollywood dance or like indian culture 
and i also think like it is influenced so much that uh, right now it has it has been uh, i mean not right now since a long time they are also performing in like festivals and now it's a thing to have it in weddings that uh, you know you actually have like a during the wedding we have a separate day called sangeet <laughs> and that is like uh, it's just for dance like where the bride side and the groom side you know they have their choreography yeah they, they prepare the choreography they prepare, yeah they wow. prepare the choreographies and it's like a battle, battle. you know in between the bride and the groom <laughs> who is and, better uh, yeah <laughs> and and it's like it is sometimes it's that serious they hired professional choreographers yeah, mm-hmm. yeah now they do they do hire like yeah. professional before they were like okay one like uh, someone will know like okay little bit dance as she or uh, like they will teach others but now it's so serious yeah. they <laughs> hire choreographers and now it's a thing like now the, now the choreographers have a job like yes. you know, yeah. for teaching for weddings mm. and uh, <laughs> yes, oh wow yes. and not only wedding like a lots of a uh, social Other gathering events, yeah. festivals like we have lots of festival every month we have three festivals i guess <laughs> <laughs> so every time uh, we have we come together as a community we dance we entertain others also with a folk dance the bollywood with a like different kind of uh, dance form thank you very much mm-hmm. i feel like i i well i know i didn't know very much about it um and i think some of the listeners are also hearing all of this information for the first time so thank you for sharing that so with moksha movement being so young and fresh um what are or what are or what were some of the challenges that you're facing now as a a new movement mm, i think um currently we are just facing uh, the challenge with the studio space and like there are i mean we are we were writing to a lot of studio spaces and they are like completely full or they don't have any space left in their schedule and uh, one other thing is like it's really expensive here and we are also aiming to make it more accessible for people and also trying to have a limited uh, price uh, amount for to make it more accessible mm-hmm. and it's also difficult for us uh, with the high rentals you know so yeah i think studio space is one of the important concerns we are also facing and it's also kind of um, being very uh, you know we are getting uh, the payments and that that's almost equal to the what, what, what we rent pay. and so it's it's actually hard for us to like to earn you know mm-hmm. uh, out of that so yeah so we are looking forward to also having uh, studio spaces which uh, are less expensive or yeah so that is one of our major concerns yes <laughs> as of now as of right now no ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah i mean it's always the most challenging thing mm. i find especially in this capitalistic world is how to stay accessible but also earn a living yes <laughs> but because of all of these things that you're doing to make it accessible i feel like it's going to be a the right and the success like it's the right way to success yes and the passion that you bring 
um, with sharing this beautiful culture and uh, diversity in culture is definitely going to attract many beautiful things. Now, <laughs> since this is the second time we're recording this because the laptop died, we're going to go uh, more into your individuality of coming here to Germany. So again. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, like uh, coming to Germany was one of one of my biggest dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, because like I supposed to come here in Germany in 2018. Yeah. But because of finance financial situation, I couldn't make it. So in 2018, in 2019, I did crowdfunding, which didn't work. Oh. In 2020, uh, there was a COVID. So there were people who promised me they will help. But after that COVID, they only, like they said, like, we better help other people uh, instead of uh, giving for education. Mm-hmm. So 2020 also went like that. But yeah, in 2021, I got opportunity to come here. I got a scholarship. And uh, yeah, like coming here was one of my biggest dream. And once I, when I arrived here, like it was uh, November. Mm. Um, so four o'clock, it was like completely dark. I was like, oh my God, what's happening here? So yeah, like uh, it was a big, sh- a bit shocking for me and challenging. Like I have to wear thousands of layers. <laughs> I was not used to it. So that was a bit challenging. And uh, like of course like uh, i don't speak german and like somehow i can understand a little bit mm-hmm. like intention what you <laughs> actually yeah you yeah. can read the body language <laughs> <laughs> yes as a dancer <laughs> so yeah but uh, i don't feel that uh, for me german is that important because there are lots of people they speak uh, english and they're very helpful so that i didn't feel like very challenging for mm-hmm. me and I had my people like uh, from like Indian community and uh, my school directors and managers, they were very supportive and teachers were very supportive. So I didn't had like this uh, breakdown movement anytime. But yeah, like, of course, I missed India a lot. But uh, this was my dream. I was waited for this. So I don't. Yeah. So I don't regret that I have to cook every day. Mm-hmm. I like this and that. So, yeah. I'm happy I'm here finally. And like I was dreaming from 2018. Now I'm in third year in same school where I wanted to be. So it's like time flies like this. Mm. So, yeah. You also said the first time we recorded time flew <laughs> when you uh, when you also came. Um, and I'm very interested to also hear your perspective when you first arrived to Germany. And especially now your new your profession and your um oh my god the english word einstieg your entrance into the professional world that's also very interesting but yes let's go you also (laughs) got to experience this beautiful cold hamburg weather (laughs) yes yeah i mean like talking from the roots uh, how i ended up in uh, hamburg was uh, yeah childhood i was uh, introduced to indian classical dance i was dancing it for a really long time and with a lot of performances and I pursued uh, engineering and biotechnology and dance was just a hobby then mm. and uh, eventually um, 
there was this uh, course which i came across uh, it was in atakalari center for movement arts where they offered this diploma program which had uh, very diverse forms of dance from uh, like ballet and contemporary and uh, mixed uh, martial arts and a lot of folk dances folk. from india mm. and very rare f- form of folk dances they had and that was very interesting uh, for me to see like the schedule of uh, this diploma which uh, made me like you know like want to take it so i quit and then i jumped into this uh, for a year i was like yeah maybe just like i'll experience it for one year and then okay i'm just going to go back to work but that one year was so intense for me and uh, the experience was so rich that i wanted to pursue it for another year and because we had the second year in the school itself and uh, yeah initially it was not that easy to convince like my family and uh, but somehow i made through and i told like you know i want to pursue it they were like no i'm not going to give you even a penny for this but uh, yeah i think i was fortunate enough to receive the scholarship from uh, atakalari um, and uh, i pursued the second year as well and uh, yeah that's when i actually thought that yeah maybe i can also make a career out of uh, mm-hmm. this and the teachers who came were very inspiring and uh, especially teachers when they when they flew out from europe to come to india to teach us and uh, they actually pushed us as uh, you know as the students to like you know yeah you can do it if you have this passion you can get out and you can pursue it as your career and you have a lot of opportunities out there if not here and uh, so i was also inspired and i told at home that see i'm just going to go for one year experience i'm going to come back <laughs> and uh, yeah and that's how i had to convince my family at the beginning and they were like yeah okay one year so you just go and come back and that never happened <laughs> <laughs> so uh, i came here and uh, yeah entering into germany in december 24th of december it was christmas and it was cold and we just had like 4 to 5 hours of uh, daylight Somewhere, yeah. yeah and uh, in the cold winter it was yeah it was a very hard time for me to navigate but uh, i think i learned to to live in uh, in a very hard way but also a lot of people who were like who was inspiring just to see uh, a country filled with a lot of independent people and uh, me being from an indian family being a brat being mm-hmm. uh, just given everything to me this was a whole new experience and uh, i think i grew also as a person uh, very independent and uh, yeah and sometimes i feel really proud of myself to see the growth i had for the last few years and uh, yeah i think every year made me stronger every year i had a very beautiful experience made some really good friends uh, here and uh, did you also have like a support system i mean you mentioned you had a little bit of community here when you came did you also have yes, a little I, bit of yes i i had a few friends uh, not really close friends but they also helped me mm-hmm. but eventually i think uh, i also uh, i i went or i ran into like uh, like the comfort zone you know you run into your community like mm-hmm. of the indian community and 
yeah i uh, there i met a few people and uh, like i think within the span of 6 uh, 7 months uh, i found my now husband <laughs> 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 living in the same building and uh, yeah and of course like uh, my husband amog has been uh, uh, like a major support system mm-hmm. also um, through the years and uh, yeah i finished uh, school in 21 and uh, since then freelancing world it's amazing it's also uh, i think it also makes you uh, realize who you are mm-hmm. and push your limits and see what you can do and what you can give your best i had the chance to do a few productions few events and a uh, few research projects got funded and, uh, and now you have your first independent funding yes uh, from the bkm <laughs> and uh, that process also was uh, very intense like i mean i didn't know that i want i mean i knew i was writing it somewhere at the corner of my room like you know writing the concept and discussing it with my husband that yeah we need to do this we need to apply and uh, it was never really on top of the mind that you know i'm going to do this today and it was it was just that one push that my husband gave me and then i was like yeah on just the day before uh, the la- okay. the deadline i yeah i just pushed myself and i did all the paperwork and i just sent it i was like yeah i sent it now and i don't care about the results let's see what's going to happen but i was just happy that yeah i made a push and yeah after 3 months there was the result and it was yeah i was very happy and it also changed me as a person that time that you know i could believe in myself a little bit more mm-hmm. and that also gave me some kind of uh, like a energy boost you know like some some confidence that you know yeah you've achieved something that is one step closer to what you have dreamt of yeah and yeah i'm very grateful and i'm looking forward it's going to start uh, the process will start from october and looking forward well, premiere in november yes 17 18th sprechberg hamburg <laughs> um reflecting on like who you are where you came from and now you're here and now you're actually like you said living the dream um and you got funding here in germany to make your own production like what 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 like if you think about that what what pops up <laughs> I mean, I can see you smiling big time, but what what's happening behind the like behind the smile? Yeah, I think it was just uh, from an engineer who <laughs> yeah, like you know, who yes. was sitting in a cubicle and uh, which you know, my body couldn't resist. I'm like, no, I cannot sit in one place for mm-hmm. like just 2-3 minutes. You know, I'm I'm so fidgety to actually traveling abroad and like living this independent life and uh, seeing myself grow is giving me so much confidence and yeah i think i am it's it's just that you need to believe in yourself is what i have like it's it's like just a major like take away for me and uh, yeah the, i'm and i'm looking forward for a lot of challenges ahead <laughs> yeah <laughs> seek this this story unfold like you've been there from i wouldn't say the beginning but you've been watching you've known her for a very long time and this is also like the same similar path that you want to take mm-hmm. um how does that make you feel <laughs> seeing 
seeing this yeah i mean like uh, i feel very excited uh-huh. like uh, what i'm th- i'm going to do she is already doing so it's like uh, having a support system mm-hmm. you don't need to google everything now <laughs> because you know the people who knows how to do it so it's like uh, having like uh, her uh, it's like a, a door stopper like who know what to do and how to do so for me it's advantage and yeah like this is what i also dreamed of and uh, i'm also more into creating i don't call myself choreographer because i feel it's a, it's a very heavy word mm-hmm. for me personally i call myself to creating something so yeah i like i'm more into that and i love to create things which i love and which i always wanted to so yeah uh seeing all this opportunity here uh, it it gives me a motivation that okay there is a space where you can li- actually work on it so yeah i think i'm very excited after my third year definitely i'm gonna um, uh knock every opportunity <laughs> well yeah i mean that that brings us to like this workshop well this workshop this lab of representation because we have like a perfect example of what representation does to us how it motivates us how it also just um makes a dream come true in a sort of way mm-hmm. so thank you for that both of you <laughs> thank you so um, much yeah but there's one one other question that, that i had well you now answered from a a viewer point of view and what does it do to you when you get to see um other cultures or other people from india on stage here in germany how does how does that make you feel or or what what happens in your body like you mean the contemporaries like that we are or like in like general like in in germany on stages i think it it uh, makes me super proud mm-hmm. and uh, because uh, first firstly like uh, in india like having dance as a profession mm-hmm. was is a major no no like you know it's like yeah no you cannot earn so much in india you know you it, they, they're always like you know this is a it's hobby not. it's it's not a profession profession is like engineer or a doctor or something with a very heavy degree and what is art going to get you and that's the mindset and actually to see people breaking all these norms and fighting their way and coming through uh, a lot of struggles to actually achieving what they want and i think it's it's pure joy and pure grace to see uh, these people actually grow and yeah it's 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 just pure like it's it's just proud to just watch them on stage and always my big support and love to like all the people who have come here and trying to uh, achieve or like trying to you know uh, dream of what they have dreamt and uh, and uh, actually getting to live it mm, and and it's it. also i feel like it's looking at uh, the few of us who have come here there are a lot of people back home who are actually aspiring to just come mm-hmm. yeah and they are also fighting to again with the financial conditions and everything but everyone is now like there i think it's it's an it's like the gates are opened and uh, i think through us 
they also know the ways because then we didn't know how to access yeah. all these things now with a lot of fundings and scholarships now even they can make it through and actually live their dreams mm. come on pioneer <laughs> oh, making paving the way um one thing that also really interests me because you have performed both in Germany and in India is there a difference that the way that the public reacts to you i would say uh, i will say uh, like <clears throat> uh, both like in in india and in germany they have a uh, different opinion mm-hmm. like in india if i perform uh, their like their feedback or their uh, like when you go and talk to them whatever you gonna hear from them is different than here mm-hmm. uh, so yeah it's totally different and as a dancer uh what i feel uh, like in india where before going on the stage we uh practice some ritual we come together we uh, pray together here i f- feel it's missing a little bit uh-huh. but i mean it's not like you should have it but yeah like it's a it's i feel the personally i feel like uh, that should be there but uh, yeah that was your question partially um but the <laughs> not not necessarily the process but uh for example when i perform um in like a a festival and i leave the stage i have a completely different feeling than when i perform in a classical theater with a orchestra pit mm. and because i mean different people different opinions also dancing let's say for a majority of uh bipocs it's a completely different energy on stage because the way they cheer you on or they don't and the reaction that happens in the audience and i was wondering if there's a big difference between here and india i mean like there there is a difference mm-hmm. uh more than difference i would say like there is a, this kind of a energy mm-hmm. which can't be like defined in a words mm-hmm. so yeah like i can totally see uh their way of appreciating work is totally different uh now how to explain it's a bit tough because i don't know how to put it in the words mm. uh but yeah like i totally see uh two different way of appreciating one performance mm-hmm. so yeah another aspect to it is uh, like what i feel uh how i don't know if you meant like how the artistic value like you know of uh yeah more of not necessarily value but more of a like personal feeling that you also get yes i mean it also depends like you know uh in contemporary back home it's a very 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 small community mm-hmm. and people are just coming to and only like the known few are just coming and supporting that contemporary but uh, if you take like the traditional forms there are like huge number of people who mm-hmm. are actually supporting and uh, who are you know who are actually uh, giving for but nobody is actually recognizing the contemporary part or the contemporary aspect of what people are doing and i mean of course that is also an art form that uh, a, a, like the major crowd is always towards like 
the traditional forms they mm-hmm. always want to go in that direction and i like slowly i feel there is a lot of change even in the contemporary aspect and in the contemporary world or the community back home and people are actually recognizing and they want to uh, recognize this art form and uh, support it but i think yeah it's going to take a while yeah. uh, to reach there but uh, yeah here i think uh, it's uh, the major difference is that here you dance contemporary and it's c- received much better and you're doing what you would you love exactly mm. yeah and it it's it's much more uh it's also about how open you are mm-hmm. you know even i mean of course like when i said you know in india it's like a hobby yeah so you can relate to that mm-hmm. like like here people actually come to support your artwork and uh, they are there for you and yeah, uh, yeah. yeah comparatively it's uh, it's a little less so many different factors play into it yeah oh and i was like <laughs> i want to hear a one word answer but it, the, like you said it's a completely different value of yeah. the art and which art exactly yeah school me yeah mm. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so at the beginning um i asked you a question that the previous podcast asked so now i would ask if you would have a question for the next podcast the next podcast is shivel who shivel who you got to meet from english na- ex former english national ballet dancer now freelancer um yeah do you have um any curiosity or intru- not yeah curiosity a question for him yeah i think my question <laughs> for shivel would be uh uh in a company with uh, so many people when uh, of course like with a lot of uh, people in the company how do you find your individuality uh, there and uh, how how is it to just work uh, with so many people together and uh, also finding yourself mm. finding yourself amongst hundreds of people yeah i i it's not a question actually mm-hmm. it's just i i'm curious why because long back i saw one uh, documentary it was on swan lake i guess mm-hmm. so in that documentary i saw uh, like they were casting dancers and they were casting according to height and according to arm length according to like physique uh so like in that documentary i saw like lots of dancer got kicked out because of their physique so mm-hmm. i mean it's again it's not question it's just like uh, just my curiosity it's really important to have a perfect ballet body to be part of ballet productions because one of my ballet teacher gave me a book to study because i'm very beginner mm-hmm. and in that book there was one chapter which i like uh, in one chapter there was like uh, this is how male body should be this mm. how female body should be so i'm like okay i uh, if i don't have that does, that means like i can't do it or what i mean it's not question it's just like my personal thing like why why it's like that because i didn't find this thing in contemporary at all so yes 
That is a loaded question.、Mm. Deconstruct the art form. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I'm definitely going to ask that. And I'm very curious to see what he has to say about that because、um, alone being a black ballet dancer in England is already a step in itself.、Mm, yes. So. Stay tuned to hear what Chevelle has to say. Follow us on all social media. You are listening to Re Pray Sentans. Thank you so much for coming、Thank、and having、so、this、much. conversation. Thank you so Thank you much so for much. having us. It was an honor. Thank you for listening and tune into our next episode of Re Pray Sentans. For information, visit our social media pages, representants underscore lab. The content on this podcast has been verified to the best of our abilities. We cannot guarantee that there are no mistakes or errors. We sadly acknowledge that at the moment we have no representation of a person with disabilities. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be considered as legal or medical advice.